This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 1, The Wheels on the Bus. And let's start it off with some announcements. Welcome to Series 6! Woo! Uh, Really quick about the dynamic of Series 6. It is a short series, so it is only 10 episodes long, and... Neither Addie nor myself will be GMing. This will be the first time with a guest GM. Uh, Ryan Covert will be taking on the mantle of the Game Master, and Addie and I are actually going to both be players. It will be very exciting. (laughs) Uh, But more on that later. Another announcement we have is character art. We don't have it. (laughs) Um, It is coming out as soon as Lily finishes it. There was a little bit of a snafu, and she wasn't able to to finish the art in time for the premiere. If you're listening to this episode late, it may already be out. Uh, So just keep an eye on our Facebook and our Instagram. The character art is well on its way. It just isn't quite out yet. So when you're, while you're listening to this episode, you will just have to imagine what the characters look like with your brain. Uh, And then, uh, uh, then you'll see uh, our artist's interpretation later. Speaking of our social media, we have some. So we have a Facebook page. Uh, You can search Facebook for Essential NPCs. Uh, We also have Instagram and Twitter. Um, We are on SoundCloud.com and also Patreon. If you love us and want to uh, support us with monies, uh, you can go there. We have a couple of perks, um, but really it helps us guarantee that the podcast will continue uh, in perpetuity. So um, uh, if you guys want to like or subscribe or tweet at us or Facebook at us or uh, support us on Patreon, please do so. Um, And if you have any questions or comments about the episodes coming up or this episode or episodes that have happened, you can always email us um, or contact us through our website, which is EssentialNPCs.com. And for those of you who are just now for the first time listening to our podcast. Welcome. Hello. We love you. A little rundown of how our podcast works. This is series six of the podcast, but it is the first time we are playing the game Atomic Highway. Uh, All the series leading up to this are different systems being played. A little... 20 or 10 episode uh, short campaigns. It's almost like a radio drama as you listen to our actual play. However, this segment at the beginning exists in all the episodes. There's about 10 minutes at the beginning of each episode that we do announcements and then also talk about the previous episode with the GM uh, talking about GMing tips or or why things went a certain way. Uh, and we call those segments words with the GM. Uh, Since this is episode one of series six, we do not have uh, a proper words with the GM because we don't have a previous episode to talk about. However, uh, we're going to use this opportunity to 
to talk a little bit about the system that you're going to be listening to and the the setting uh, of this campaign. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and move into Words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This is uh, our illustrious GM for Series 6, Ryan Covert. You may recognize his sultry tones from uh, his performances as Bancard in Series 1, Boomer in Series 2 and 5, or Barnabas Gunsby in Series 4. Uh, <laughs> welcome uh, to uh, uh, GMing, Covert. Why, thank you. Uh, so let's jump into talking about the system and some of the mechanics around it. Addie, you want to start us off with that? Sure. So if you didn't catch it before, we are playing Atomic Highway, um, which is available uh, digitally, drive through RPG. Um, and it is a system uh, based on D6s that uh, is set in a post-apocalyptic world, um, Earth-like, at least if not actual Earth. In this system, you roll a certain number of D6s based on your attribute that you're using for that test. Uh, and then the skill you're using for that task, uh, test, uh, uh, and you can use the skill you're using for that test to adjust those roles to try to make those D6s end up being the value six. Any natural sixes you roll explode into additional D6s that you get to roll. So if you get really lucky, you can roll like three dice and end up like getting seven sixes, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, when you roll below a six, you, um, if you have like, or uh, below a six, you use your skill to possibly raise it up to a six. So if you have a, a skill of two and you roll two fives, you can put one point from your skill into one die and, and the other point into the other die and you end up with two sixes. Unlike some of the systems that we've played previously, um, where uh, a skill is inextricably linked to an attribute, these skills and attributes can be mixed and matched uh, to create a larger variety of um, options uh, for how you can use your skills. If you can narrate it, you can do it. Yeah, it all, it all depends on how you approach the situation. You might be able to roll understanding and shoot if you are using your wits in a, in a a particular way to aid you in your firing of a, of a ranged weapon. Um, uh, another key aspect to this system is called fortune. Fortune's awesome because it allows you to be less at the mercy of the dice. You're able to add more successes or more dice to a roll. And if you spend enough, you can make minor and major plot tweaks, giving the players more control over the narrative. Uh, the minor ones can be something such as, oh, I remember I have this in my backpack, something very specific to help a situation. Where major plot tweaks can be just about anything. So use those sparingly. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so... Fortune is a resource that you get at the beginning of every session as a player, um, and you can earn or spend it. Uh, you can earn it by doing something cool or um, well. You can uh, use it, uh, earn it through role playing or um, the way you describe a certain action or doing something particularly risky. Um, and you can spend it the way that uh, Covert said, where um, you can basically make your own fate or fortune. 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, (laughs) in order to make a pretty brutal game not so brutal. Uh, Another major thing about Atomic Highway is that it is more or less undeveloped uh, in the book. There's no set lore. There's no set timeline. It doesn't really uh, even... It doesn't create a world for you. Instead, it gives you all the tools you need to create your own post-apocalyptic setting. Uh, it doesn't suggest why the world has ended. It just says the world is over and, and people are scavengers now. Uh, and so when you start a campaign of Atomic Highway, the first thing you got to do is you have to figure out what the world is going to be for your campaign. Uh, So, Covert, can you tell us a little bit about the setting of Series 6? So in this campaign, it's a little less Mad Max and more like Fallout. There's the Wastelanders on the surface who have rebuilt the world and adapted to the new world, everything's mutated and changing, including the people themselves. Uh, some people have taken on mutations. But before the Great Fire, as it's known, the more elite members of society, as well as some people that managed to get lucky, were able to make it into underground bunkers with plenty of supplies and technology to keep them going. So they have a higher quality of life than the Wastelanders. And they've recently started coming up from their bunkers and trying to rebuild the world and make contact with the Wastelanders to trade and gain information from them. And those people are known as remnants, kind of like vault dwellers, I guess would be a comparison. And there's there's one specific uh, tweak you made to the post-apocalyptic genre uh, for this campaign, and that was uh, to effectively remove guns from the world. Yes. Uh, a lot of that was because the system's already pretty deadly as it is. And I I couldn't guarantee all the characters would make it through the campaign if I included guns. <laughs> uh, and I also wanted I also always liked the idea of them being like this magic item, this this item of lore, you know, of great power, uh, kind of throughout the wasteland. Nobody's ever seen one. So many years afterwards, um, people forgot how to maintain them and make more ammo. Yeah, it all, it also makes the uh, uh, the combat like uh, more gritty and interesting. You know, you you know, you're using more primitive weapons uh, while still fighting like car to car. Because part of uh, Atomic Highway, as the name might suggest, is vehicles. Uh, there's there's lots of uh, rules in the book for customizing and kitting out kind of like crazy. Uh, uh, crazy vehicles with cool modifications. Yeah. I think it was a really interesting choice and, um, we're going to, we're going to see how it plays out, I think. But before I can start the episode, there's just one last thing I have to do. Um, I know I'm talking a lot, but, uh, since we weren't able to get the character art completely set up before the premiere of the series, I just wanted to really quickly walk through, uh, who was playing what character and give you just like, give the listeners just a brief description of each character. That way they have something to go off in their head when they're listening to the episode. So as before mentioned, um, 
myself and Addie are both players uh, in this series. So I am going to be playing uh, Bumper. Uh, he is a hauler from a barter town. He drives around a big old armored school bus and uh, drives people around the wastes. Uh, and he's actually a, a, a mutant. Um, and some of his muta- uh, mutations have uh, physical characteristics in that his eyes look like frog eyes and his forearms are a little disproportionately large for the rest of his body. Uh, not so much that it's like super obvious, but like if you're looking close, you can tell. And then uh, Addy is going to be playing Zodra, uh, who is a tribal wastelander. She's uh, dark hair, dark skin, decked out in tattoos, armed to the tooth with like knives and like a bow and arrow and like a couple spears. Uh, she's basically just like this big, tall, like warrior woman, uh, uh, very intimidating looking. Then there is Alex Kohansky, a new cast member, who is going to be playing Damien Balchris, uh, who is a remnant lore keeper who has recently left his home remnant enclave. Uh, and he's been out in the waste for a little bit. So he's even though he still carries himself around like a posh, like very, very educated, fine gentleman, uh, he is a little more disheveled than he might like. But, you know, he wears like some nice clothes nonetheless. Then there's Sean Four from uh, some past series. He is going to be playing uh, Twitch, who is an escaped slave from the same remnant enclave as Kohansi's character. Uh, Twitch uh, is also a mutant. Uh, he's a big, muscular man uh, wrapped up in the chains that used to bind him as a slave. And he, his hair stands out on end uh, because his b- body is constantly flowing with uh, bioelectricity. Uh, And because of this, his face is always locked into this, like, big rictus grin. Um, So that that should give you some idea of, like, what these characters look like moving forward. uh, Because the episode does assume that you already know what they look like. Because we were hoping to get the character art out before today. And with that, I don't want to delay any longer. Uh, We can now move on in and listen to the character introductions as we let the characters introduce themselves and tell the listeners a bit about their backstory. So let's move on in and listen to series six episode one the wheels on the bus enjoy howdy they called me bumper on account i was found in a car bumper as a baby guess my parents didn't really like that i was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard an old greaser found me and raised me as his own he was like real smart and he taught me all sorts of useful things mechanics electronics history you name it when he passed away i felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot so i traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle i call it the badass education and safety tour bus or for short the beast (laughs) ah this rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at but she'll get you from point a to point b in a timely and more importantly safe manner now I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep it going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go. They call me Zodra. 
I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a blight came, and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place, and the others staying behind, protecting them that can't rightly protect themselves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how, but way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses, I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. All right, so everyone's traveling on the beast. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about your monster of a bus? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, okay, so 
the, the bus is called the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus, but I like to call it the Beast. And so that's scrawled on the side in big spray paint letters. Now, now it's made out of the husk of a very, very rusty, beaten up school bus or school bus. I'm not sure which way you really pronounce it, but you got the bus and it's all rusty. So I just slapped a bunch of metal up on there and made a real, real heavy metal uh, armor. So like the windows have uh, like metal grates so that no one can get through unless I want them to. And, uh, and then there's a padlock on the door for when we're sleeping in at night. And then on the very top, there's a 360-degree turret mount that shoots buzz saws. I call it my buzzsaw ballista. It goes ahead and just, anyone gives me trouble on the road, I just go ahead. That's the safety part of the safety tour bus. The tour part of the safety tour bus is I, I entertain my, tri- or my passengers with all sorts of information and lore about the neighboring wildlife and the geography of the area like the history of the mountains and where they can find fresh water and what towns is nearby i'm a very learned tour bus driver all right and that's the beast you all have made a couple extra stops for when bumper was carrying passengers so you uh damien and twitch have been on the bus a little bit longer than you'd like, considering your current situation. That's certainly true. The The rusty parts of the walls of the bus, well, they, they poke me in the side. I usually don't notice because I'm constantly in pain, but uh, it's starting to get old. But Bumper has people to drop off. However, the next stop is the town where you need to go, Witherbury. That's the next, I wouldn't say a major trading hub, but it's large enough that you'll be able to find a way out to safety. And it is your next stop here in a couple of miles. All right, we're going to be pulling up into Witherbury about here in a couple hours. And uh, uh, I just want y'all to know, sometimes you have options on what transport you choose. And I'd like to thank y'all for choosing the beast. Hope to see y'all again soon sometime. Hey, Bumper, do you know if there's a river nearby Witherbury? Because I know, I think we were going to continue by kayak. Oh, I don't think there there's much rivers around here, but what what do I know about the nearest form of water? It's miles away. He's ridiculous for bringing a kayak. Yeah, look, I don't really know where you guys even got a boat, but uh, you're going to be carrying that thing around for a while. It's just like dust and dirt for like another like 10 miles in every direction. And then after a little while after that, then you finally start to find some uh, some water. But like river, that's just a while away. So, I guess the answer to your question is no, it is not close to Witherbury. Well, great. I guess I'll just keep carrying it then. That's right. And we will keep carrying it, continue to carry it, until we find water. For water is a source of life. Sometimes, sometimes water ain't too good for you. Well, this kayak is a source of back pain for me. (laughs) So, you drive a little longer, and you see the outskirts of Witherbury. It's a, It looks like your typical wastelander barter town. Sheet metal walls, basically just to keep out wind. Doesn't do much for the sand, however. The tarps for roofs. Some have even uh, made thatching out of locally grown grasses of various kind. And a busy, busy market square. Bumper, you happen to know a little bit more about Witherbury? Well, they call it Witherbury because on account of there not being much water... 
One time they tried to make a garden, and all the berries, they done withered. And so they stopped doing that, and they just kind of trade with people from far away. That's kind of what made it like a big merchant hub. So where are y'all trying to go? Do you need to find, like, more transport? Do you guys need, like, a new destination? We may need to, uh, renegotiate the price on account of me doing this one pro bono. Well, at the moment, we, uh, we have this, the kayak of freedom, and it helps us carry the message of freedom and law to this lawless land. Well, I carry it, and then it carries the message of freedom, but I'm carrying the kayak. I want to make that perfectly clear. Basically, anywhere that uh, we won't be attacked by monstrous uh, trogs or uh, be, be chained to walls would be, would be great. Well, both of those things are pretty uncommon around here. I mean, more the former than the latter, but seems like you guys are kind of in like what's called a catch-22, because for you to get passage to where there's water, you'd have to trade the boat away, and then you could get to the water, but then you ain't gonna be able to use the boat. So I don't really know exactly where y'all want to be going right now, but I gotta go into market... You can tag along if you want. Maybe you can make some other deal with somebody or steal something. I mean, I'm not suggesting you steal anything, but you could steal something, and then we could go. I've never been to a market before. Listen, we don't need your advice, driver, but we will do what you said. <laughs> All right, then. That seems fair. Zoe, do you got anything you got to do in town? Sorry, what? I was up checking around. There there ain't no uh, bandits coming for us. Well, that's Bumper. good. Well, we're rolling into town. You know? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it's right there. I know. So, is there anything you need to take care of, or you just tagging along with me more? I figure I'll keep you out of trouble. All right, I like it. All right, we're going to go to market. So, you all make your way towards the market. This is actually one of the nicer markets, Bumper and Zodra, you've seen. All the stalls are relatively clean. Uh, There's plenty of different products to choose from. The smell of various cooked animals that you're not sure what they are, but doesn't really matter because it's food. fills the air. There's even a couple games at this market here. I'll have all of you roll a notice check. Senses and notice. Well, that's a four for Bumper. Five for Zodra. Two, respectively. <laughs> Two from Twitch. <laughs> all right, Twitch and Damien. You notice there's some posters kind of about the town as you're walking along. Uh, describing an escaped mutant and a traitor thief that have eluded a local enclave. Hey, look, there's words on this poster. I wish I could read them. It seems to be describing at least you, <laughs> at least one of us. So that, that's quite fortunate because we don't fit this description. But perhaps all the same, we ought to keep a low profile. Does it say something nice about me? It says you're a mutant. Well, (laughs) not obviously. Well, then that's two points in our favor, isn't it? Bumper and Zodra, you notice off in the distance, kind of through the crowds, uh, two people dressed similar to Damien here with armor on. It's actually very nice armor, not, not welded together, stop signs and scrap like you normally would see. This is very sophisticated stuff, and it looks like they're walking around town, talking to people, asking them things. Bumper, you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, that armor's pretty cool. 
you you ain't seeing what I'm seeing. All right. Um, <laughs> so I think did, did I notice those uh, wanted posters as well? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So uh, first of all, looks like we have some runaway people who might be profitable, but I know you have problems with turning on your charges. So uh, I think those are the people that are looking for our people. Your people, really. They're not mine. And, uh... Oh, hell, don't sell yourself short, Zoe. They are people. All right. I will give you that. So you think they'll trade their kayak for, uh, for some safety? Well, hell, if what you think is going on is going on, then yeah. I mean, safety's part of the name of the tour bus. I, I know. So, I... like, yeah, if they want they want some safety from them folk over there, now you mentioned they do look, like, real clean, and that's, like unusual so and i don't think you really run into two people that are real clean in one day unless they know each other bumper i think that's three hey wait a second that poster says one of them's a mutie yeah oh it's probably twitch huh yeah yeah he's covered in chains it was really weird yeah well that's cool well i don't want to i don't want like a slave mutie to get more slaving Oh, is this another one of your free endeavors? Well, no, I mean, I, I, we, we, I, I, um, maybe. Ugh. But I don't know. I kind of. Hey, boys, listen. Soldier's got something to tell you. I do. Oh, hey, we were just going to wander around in the market. I mean, you're welcome to do that. I w- I'm wondering, though, if those gentlemen over there might be related to you in some way, as they are also clean. I didn't notice them before. I know. Hey, they look familiar. <laughs> so, well, Bumper, why don't you... You're the negotiator. Am I? All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, as previously mentioned, I offer safe transport away from people that want to kill you. Now, mayhaps, y'all got something you can trade to me for said safety. I don't know. Maybe we can turn that kayak into less rusted material for the beast. Deal. Wait, hang, hang on a minute. That's not your kayak. That's well, my kayak. I don't know. It's on my back. That's because I put it there. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that he's yours too? Hey, well, no, that's that a person, Zoe. What? Hey, wait, yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, are you saying that? Wait, which one of us is a person? <laughs> you. Me. What? Me? <laughs> Both of y'all. That's the point. <clears throat> I'm making sure you, Mr. Damien, sir, ain't. Treating this man Twitch here like property. Of course not. He wants to carry it. Do you? Now, you don't have to say yes to this, Twitch. It's a safe space. (laughs) Do you want to be carrying that kayak right now? I do not. Ah, there it is, Damien. You gonna carry that kayak yourself, or are we gonna trade it for some parts and safety? I have... I have a, a gas mask. You could have the gas mask. Oh, shit! Yeah, that's a lot easier to carry around than a gas... Yeah, I'll take the gas mask. That's cool. And I... I will carry the kayak myself. Oh, that that's not- the way it's going to be, Twitch. <laughs> really? I'm free from the kayak of freedom? <laughs> if, if that is truly your desire, then... Yes. Well, hell, I throw it off my back and it clatters on the ground very loudly. I scrambled to try to pick it up and it's not going so well. I'll give you a hand there, buddy. I always like loading things for my passengers. Oh, hey, do you need help with that? I can carry that if you want. Yes, would you please? (laughs) 
would you please help? Oh, sure, of course. I'll put it on my back. Oh. Isn't that much better? Isn't that just the way things are supposed to be? I'm so glad I got it. I got rid of the kayak of freedom. <laughs> now you're just carrying a kayak. <coughs> All right. Well, I put the gas mask on to try it on. It's, it's going for good. You check its seals, and it seals perfectly. Oh, my God. You got some great stuff here, buddy. Now, can we please get out of here? I don't... They're following us. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Zoe, do you have any more business to attend to in this here town? I was going to fill my canteen. There's a there's a water pump. I fill my canteen. All right. Yeah, maybe we should go ahead and skip town. I don't know, or y'all can, y'all can like, get inside the bus and... I mean, there is the alternative of we can kill them. Well, hang on a minute. I think I do like shooting. I think we we should me and Stabbing. Twitch should get in the bus. Yes, and then we don't know exactly what they're doing. I think perhaps if if you could find out, we could figure out the best way to go. Yeah, Zoe's pretty sneaky. She usually scouts ahead of the beast to make sure that there's no bandits, and then if there are bandits, she kills them. That is all true. So let's do like the sneaky part, but not the killing part yet. All right. Well. Yes, exactly. Follow them, and then stop them from doing the evil deeds that they are probably perpetrating. Like you said, K. Thank you. Uh, what's, what, what was that? Purple, purple wooden? Oh, uh, doing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get a second kind of food. Yeah, uh, and Twitch, my, my bus has a very distinct horn, so if you just put your fist on the horn, I'll be able to hear it, and we'll know y'all is in trouble. I'm gonna go... See if I can get something for the car while we're in town. Yeah. Well, I'll meet back at the beast in a minute. All right. Well, all right. I'll count three, break. One, two, three, break. I'm not doing that. I walk away. <laughs> all right. So Zodra and Bumper head towards the market. Uh, Damien and Twitch, you head towards the bus and you're able to board it. And it's really hot. I would like to start for? stalking these people. All right. With a, a grip on some of my weapons without, I'm not killing them. Don't worry. Of course. Until I'm out of eye line. You can either do nimble and stealth or nimble and survive. I'm good at this. Uh, I'd also like to spend two fortune to to make a minor plot tweet and say them folks is right by an automotive shop. And and I'm just going to go to the automotive shop because that's where I want to go. Okay. And then I can I can like listen in on them or like see where they go and keep an eye on Zoe. Make sure she don't go go doing no quit killing. <laughs> All right. You happen to see those individuals at the automotive shop that you know and love with a gentleman named Jester that runs it. I'm sure you came here multiple times, got parts from him. Real straight up guy. He's only ripped you off once or twice. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yo, Jester. Oh, Bumper. Hey. How's it going? How's it hanging, buddy? How's it doing? Oh, it's business as usual. Jester's named so for his bright, uh, stitched-together clothing that he, he takes the brightest materials he can find and just makes the most ridiculous shirts and pants out of them. That's his signature style, and he's adopted the name Jester from that. Bumper, what can I do for you, man? Uh, you know, I'm just, like, in the market for market stuff. I guess that is ironic because we're in a market. Anyways, I, I need... To see if maybe you got some tires that will fit the beast. You're familiar with the beast, right? Yes. Right. So my tires is like normal tires that like pop and shit when like you go over sharp stuff. And I know that there's tires that like don't do that. And I was hoping maybe we could work some out and I could get my hand on some of them tires. If you got any, of course. 
Oh, you mean the run flats? Yeah, those ones. We have a couple in stock. All right, a couple or like quadruple? Three. All right, I'll just have to like err to the side of the left, I guess. <laughs> we got to trade for them. Well, all right, I got something for you here. It's real, real nice. Super cool. You ready? Yeah. I open up my sack that I got over my shoulder and I drop down. And I pull out the breastplate of this samurai replica armor I have. Oh. Yeah, this here is what's called a samuri armor. It's like from real far away. Now, I don't know for sure, but I think this belonged to a man called Tom Cruise, (laughs) who was the last of the samuri. What color is the samurai armor you have? Uh, Well, it's like kind of a maroon burgundy color, but then it has like blue design on it and you know it's like replica armor though i don't tell jester that and but even still it provides some good like good uh protection and uh it's not just a breastplate it's got arm guards it's got shoulder guards it's got this cool mask i mean look at this mask jester you want this mask jester roll your appeal and persuade i got one well, luckily for you, that's all you needed. Huzzah! I mean, the mask has a mustache on it. I'll give you the three tires for it. All right, sounds like we got ourselves a deal. He uh, he picks up the he picks up the replica armor and he looks at it and he he tries it on and it fits him perfectly, and he looks very fierce. He looks terrifying. Oh hell, you look like a badass. And he motions for his people to start getting. The stuff put on your truck. The yeah, ta- just go ahead and, uh, oh, man, uh, I got some attendants at the truck. You just can go ahead and, like, lay the tires nearby the truck. They'll look after them. Uh, Jester shrugs. All right, if you insist. Yeah, 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 they're looking after, you, after the beast. Uh, I'm going to try and see where Zodra done gone. Zodra, what'd you get on your sneaking? Two. All right. They don't seem to notice you're following them. They never do. Bumper, you're keeping it out for Zodra? Yeah, I'm going to try to find her. I got a little distracted by how fierce Jester looked. Roll senses and notice. I, I got two. You see her stalking these two guys. Right now, they're they're asking questions. Hey, have you seen someone dressed like us but without armor? They, just, they describe your passengers. And they're also just making polite conversation with people. Uh, people this town they seem to they seem to know a lot of the people in the town as well zodra's stocked better before but she's doing well enough now all right well she seems to have this handle and if i heard them talking to people all friendly like i'm gonna get, hey jester i changed my mind i'm gonna take those tires myself no need for your folk to do that all right all right i'm gonna go ahead and like roll those tires to the beast and and make sure no one sees these two castaways. All right. Hey, I'm going to go get some food no, out there in the market. You clearly don't understand. No, stay here. Well, why? It's been enough time. They're probably dead by now. That, people don't die that quickly. Well, you saw Zodra, right? She had a lot of knives. You know what they say. When all you have is a, a lot of knives, every problem starts to look like soft, fleshy meat. Twitch. You are just as new to this world as I am, but I think we might exercise a bit more caution. Yeah, but there were like three or four types of food before, and I I haven't had anything but gruel and 
Ever. <laughs> if, you, if you want to eat again, if you want to have a chance of eating again, you'll stay in this bus and talk quietly. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you I from said... all the way on the other side of the bus walking out the door. <laughs> no, come come back here. I, I run out of the bus after him. Come back. Stop. What, what are you doing? I try to grab his arm and I get a terrible shock. I say, oh, God. And I watch him go. And then I look about, see if anything is happening. Take one last loving glance back at my kayak and then run off to Twitch. All right. You run off. You both run off into an alley. Coming from a different alley is Bumper rolling some tires. Rolling some tires. Rolling some tires. Only got three tires, but I'm rolling them anyways. Zodra. Yes. They're just looking around, talking to people, asking the same questions, mm-hmm. even making chit-chat, helping some people out if they need it. Uh, everyone around here seems pretty comfortable with their presence and, and likes them. All right. That's suspicious. Do you just continue to stalk them? Nobody goes around just liking people. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what's happening, Zodra. That's why it's suspicious. I say to myself, this is suspicious. All right, guys, go on, go ahead and open up. Guys. Oh, it's Bumper. Guys. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. And I open up the door and look around and don't see them. That's no. correct. Oh, fine. All right, well, I got to put the tires in the car and lock up the truck. Uh, you still got two tires to go. These are not small tires. Oh, man. What kind of just run? Well, maybe. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to try and double time it. Get this, get these tires in the truck. So you you run on back towards Jester's. Damien, Twitch. You said this was what kind of meat? It's just rats. Nothing. Wow, it smells great. Well, it's Ash's secret spices. What are those? Oh, they're uh, they're plants that you that you grind up and you put it on your food and it makes it not taste gross. Well, that doesn't make any sense. How much do you want for one? You can just trade him a trinket of some kind. It, I, I give him a knob off my Geiger counter. <laughs> huh, I can actually use this. And he gives you a rat on a stick. And he manages to attach the knob from the Geiger counter onto his grill. And he's able to control the temperature a lot better. I shove the rat into Damien's face. Hey, you want to try some of this rat? No! Okay, I'll eat it then. <laughs> so dry. Yes. The two remnant guards are making their way towards the market. I see that. You're continuing to follow them? I do. It is my sworn mission All right. to follow them. And then if they happen to go into an alley where they might trip and fall and accidentally expire, that is not my fault. Or just don't tell Bumper that it was. <laughs> Bumper, you're rolling the second tire back. Go, 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 go! Two different... Uh, soldiers come up to you and ask if you want some help carrying tires to your car. What? No. What? Hi. Maybe. No. Hi. My name's Bumper. Uh, n- nice, nice to meet you, Bumper. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all right. I got this tire. Everything's fine. It oh. should be noted I am wearing my goggles over my frog eyes as I am in town. They give you a puzzled look. All right. Have a good day then. Yeah. Oh, by the way, have you seen... It's a person dressed like us with very clean clothes in this fashion. And he describes to you Damien and Twitch. Yeah, you know, you guys are all really clean. Where is it you come from? Because, like, I don't really see that many clean people. And, like, I just wonder, like, where are you from? Where you get to get all your stuff so clean? What can you tell me about it? Oh, we're... I'm a bit of a scholar myself. We're actually from a little southwest of here. We're what's known as the Remnants. 
And they go on to describe their society and how before the Great Fire destroyed everything in the old times, they had built bunkers and kept a bunch of technology and knowledge and research and were able to emerge with the comforts of the old times. Oh, man, that sounds real cool. Well, it's been great talking to you. Yeah, same. Uh, take care. Yeah, see you, bye. And I won't roll the tire away. <laughs> <laughs> so you people have writing out here as well, do you? Fascinating. Uh, yes. Absolutely fascinating. I had no idea that these such, such, such primitive societies could maintain such a high level of skill in certain, certain areas. Are you going to buy a rat or not? <laughs> what? Twitch, would you like another rat? Yeah, yes. How did you know the first one was gone already? <laughs> I just had a feeling. Zodra. Yes. The guards are still in your view, and Twitch and Damien are also in your view now. Bumper, they're still not back yet. Oh, hell no. All right, all right. Get the third tire, and then I go find them. And Zoe will never know is, is, that, I've, that I've done must up. I thought they would have. Maybe they got lost. I didn't think about that. It's a pretty big town. If they're from this weird remnant place, they don't know shit about towns. Is Zodra in our view? Uh, roll senses and notice for me. I got one. I got two. In the corner of your eye, Damien, you see Zodra, and she appears to be stalking... Oh, crap. Oh, my gosh. Put the rat away. Put the rat away right now and come back to the bus. All right. I put the rat away in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these knuckleheads are out in the open. Bumper has failed me, and uh, I will uh, do what I do best and make a commotion. It occurs to me I can steal something from them. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to let them know I did it. What's going on? It's Zodra. Hey, Zodra, how'd it go? The remnants look at you, Zodra, and they kind of have a puzzled look on their face. Right before I hit them with the butt of my spear in the face as I pickpocket them, they they hopefully will chase after me when all that heavy armor and fall over and expire, and it will not be my fault. You're pickpocketing them? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You roll uh, nimble and criminal. That would be one. I am not a criminal by trade. So you reach in and you manage to grab something out of one of their pockets. They definitely notice it was not graceful at all. That was not my objective. So they turn to Zodra. Hey, stop, thief. And begin yelling and chasing after mm-hmm. her. That's what you get for being so clean. And I start running. <laughs> All right. Eventually hiding from them, hopefully. Well, roll either muscle and nimble. Muscle and and nimble? Or nimble. Okay. Just as a straight-up check. Oh, that's two. Which way do you take off? Away. (laughs) Through the crowd? Are you going into an empty alleyway? What's? Oh, well, I would hope to lose them in the crowd, drawing them away from the people who are paying us for safety, and then jump maybe into an alley. You do that. They follow you, and they're yelling, yelling, and you duck into a alleyway out of the crowd. That's it's rather thin between two buildings, and you manage to slip in there unnoticed and make your way out the other side. Cool. With, what I take? It's just a little gold-colored locket. You open it up, and it looks like it has a. It looks like a, somebody painted it, but it looks really real. It's of a little. It's of a little girl. Oh, man. Wearing, uh, wearing similar clothes to the remnants. Does she have brown hair? 
No, it's blonde. Oh, all right. Doesn't look like anybody I know. Um, I just, I keep it. All right. You now have a small locket with a picture in it. Bumper, there's commotion coming from the marketplace as you're pushing your tire. Oh, hell, that might be them. All right. It's okay, Bumper. You can take control of this situation. You get this final tire to the bus, and then you go find those two remnant folk, and then and then hopefully Zoe will never know. Damien, Twitch. As as we we see Zodra make this this commotion, I, I turn to Twitch and I say, It looks like Zodra is in trouble. We must go help her. Yeah, they're chasing right <laughs> after her. We gotta help. That they shouldn't be doing that. She might get hurt. That's right. <laughs> Zodra, it's okay. We're coming. We're coming after you, Zodra. She's disappeared. You cannot find her. And where are those two cretins who are after her? They're also in the crowd looking for where she went. Well, maybe if we ask them, maybe they'll know. Yes, we'll ask them very nicely. Excuse me, gentlemen. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Oh, hey, it's you! Hey, how'd the thing with the trogs go? Yes, I'm surprised to see anyone else alive after that. You. You. Yes, us. That's right. Also you. Hey, he's over here! What? We found him! Hey, have you seen our friend? She uh, she bumped into you. You yelled something and you were chasing that. Where'd she go? We're looking for her. And what are you planning to do with her? You v- vile... A club comes at your face, Damien. Oh, my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> Can I jump in the way? Sure. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wrap it up in my chain. Oh, that's, that's four. So, this one of the remnants comes up to hit Damien in the face... And Twitch, you throw your chain and it wraps around the club. And he goes to bring it down and it's not moving anywhere. And you're, in fact, able to rip it out of his hand. Hey, we're just having a polite conversation here. There's no need for that. The other one has a similar club. It's like a baseball bat, as we would know it. And he's attacking you. I will try to uh, block with my brass knuckles here. That's two. All right. You catch it on your knuckles using them as a buckler of sorts. What do you do? Uh, well, I got uh, my chain in one hand, my knuckles in the other. I think I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> so I channel some of my electrical energy into my brass knuckles, which are a conductor, by the way. Not that I would know. <laughs> and I punch this guy right in his face. I only get one in success, though. You charge up your knuckles and it you can see it crackling damien and he swings and the remnant ducks underneath and you hit a you hit the side of a stall and sparks fly everywhere zodra yes you hear even more commotion in the marketplace well i will remove my hood which i had pulled up so they could not see who i was and i will remove it and then peek my head out of an alternative alley to from the one that I hid in. Um, what is happening? Damien. I am trembling in fear as these this fight is breaking out in the middle of this public square, but I take the fear and suppress it, remembering the stories I have heard of old and heroes who fought. And I turn to the good people of the marketplace and I say, Good people of the marketplace! <laughs> 
Do you not see the violence which is taking place before you? Will none of you stop this? Will no right, are there no righteous among you who will step in and stop these people from committing violence and acts of evil upon us? Please, good people, come to our aid. Do I hear that? Zodra, <laughs> that's exactly what you hear in the marketplace. Oh, man, I grumble. Yeah, hey, he's right. That's the guy they were looking for. Get him! Uh, all right. <laughs> I suppose I shall go bullrush in there. How many, uh, how many guards do I see interfacing with these two knuckleheads, as I have heard Bumper call people before? There's just two of the remnant guards, but now you're starting to see some of the town sentinels take notice and start getting involved, as well as some of the townspeople. Now... I'm very appealing, but I, I think in this situation, my appeal will not work. I will bull rush in there, knock some heads. All right. Whose heads are you knocking? I would like to spend two fortune for a dual action. All right. And hit them both non-lethally, only because Bumper might be in this crowd somewhere. Yeah, sure. All right. My first action is, is two hits. It's okay. not, not great. That... Is unfortunately also two. What what are you using and how are you doing it? Um, I will be using my knives, the blunt ends. Okay. Yeah. The what? What's it called? Pommel. The pommel of my knives. I learned that word too. All right. Mm-hmm. How do you knock both of them out? I unsheath the knives from my my bandolier and I flip them in a real cool way, uh, so that the blades are uh aligned parallel to my forearms and my bracers and then I um, jab it right into the first one's throat. It's almost a punch, but it's not. And then the other one, he's surprised because, well, they're surprised. And um, as they and I take the butt of the other one and I knock it right into his temple and that hits both their heads together <laughs> and makes a great sound. Real, real great. And then I turn to these two and I, I tell them to get. That was really cool. Get. Ah, yes, ma'am. I, I pick up Damien. <laughs> all right. You all take off. Where are you three headed? To Back to the bus, I presume. We're running, right? Yes. yes. They didn't look like they wanted to have a nice conversation about the no, trunks. No, no, <laughs> no. You guys arrive at the bus. Bumper's not there. Bumper, it's time to wear in tarnation. He was supposed to stay at the bus. I believe you were as well. Get inside. Could you put me down? This is very painful. Uh, you oh, guys you guys sorry. look and see down another alley. Bumper is rolling a tire, and there's a crowd of people coming around the corner behind him. Roll a tire, roll a tire. Wait, what the hell? Oh, hell no. Oh, no, they know I'm with them. <laughs> Waiting on you, Bumper. <laughs> Yes, come on. There are evil people in this town. We must get out of here. They caused lots of trouble. Was them. <laughs> All right, Bumper, you're pretty smart, right? I like to think so. Here's what I'm going to have you do. Make either an understanding, muscle, or nimble test to speed up these tires. I can do trajectory. And I got two successes. 
Perfect. You, using your knowledge of how things roll, Bumper, you are able to get this tire going pretty fast, and you take a you take an alleyway, you know, it's got a little steeper hill that'll make it easier. That'll still lead towards the bus. You don't know why you didn't use this before, but whatever. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give it a kick, let it roll down and run alongside it. You do so. The crowd's getting closer. You three on the bus. You see Bumper and a tire running down a hill, followed by another crowd in the alley coming towards you all. Zoe, start the engine! Right. I know how to do that, so I do. Okay. And then I'm, I'm going to go up into the turret, and uh, and I shall yell to dissuade them from coming closer. Hey, y'all, don't make me shoot you with buzzsaws. This ballista ain't friendly, so uh, you just stay away now. All right, roll an intimidate with stat of your choice. Can I do appeal as I am appealing to their yeah, better notions of self-sustaining. I hope they have a mob mentality as I only got one hit. An arrow flies by your face. I catch it. They're still heading towards y'all. Oh. I don't even think most of them heard you. I rolled down the, or I pushed down the window, one of the windows of the bus, and I stick my head out, and I shout at them, Listen, you fools! You have been led astray by these remnant guards! You are doing a stupid thing! Go back home and read a book! An arrow flies by your head. I don't, I don't catch it! I put my head back in the bus and crawl down and hide. Bumper, you've made it to the bus. I roll that tire up into that door. I jump in that seat and I rev the engine and I go peeling out of town. Hope they don't have that gate closed. (laughs) (laughs) The gate's closed. Good thing I got a ramen plate on this thing. I drive straight through. I never liked Witherberry anyways. Stupid name. Roll a drive test. See how fast you get this thing up to speed. Sure thing. Alright, that's one hit on that for speed. Okay. That's fine. You drive towards the gate, and it's a pretty solid, sturdy gate. So duck your head! (laughs) This must be one of those daring escapes I've read so much about. Luckily, it's a pretty long straightaway, and you start driving by all these vehicles, and you look behind you, and you see uh, people heading towards their vehicles, mostly the remnants. The townspeople are going to stay in town, and you all get the feeling you're probably not welcome here ever again. Like I said, dumb name. What, one garden doesn't work and you stop trying to garden for the rest of time? Come on! What kind of vehicles do the remnants have? They just have uh, pickup trucks, sedans, just whatever they had when they went underground. But they're in a lot better condition. I rammed this thing through that gate! It's, uh, It's pretty solid, but it's no match for the beasts. This gate slams open and you drive right out into the wastes. You see uh, most of the crowd stop behind you guys. Most or all? Are we being followed? A couple white trucks bearing a symbol familiar to Damien and Twitch are out behind. All right, I got a solution for that. While I'm going through the gate, right there in what we like to call a choke point, I'm going to go ahead and hit the button on the dash that I love to hit that drops a bunch of cow traps behind the beast. Just fuck up those tires. Let's see what kind of tires they got. You slam the button on the dash, and uh, if anybody's looking out the back, you see something swing up, and it looks like uh, bits of barrel that have been reworked into holding these kelt drops. And you just see tons of these little black spiky things pour all over the exit of this gate. 
you see the two remnant trucks, and one of them actually reaches the count drops, and both of its front tires burst. You've made a safe getaway. Hey, Bumper, you dropped something. Man, did y'all see that? They were all like, vroom, and I was like, bang, and oh, man. That's going to be real great for my brand because people are going to realize if you want a clean getaway, you get on the beast. Well, I don't think anybody in that town is going to realize that. Well, yeah, but like maybe someone who's traveling between towns. But Oh, no, how am I going to pick them up? Oh, man. Well, that's all right. Word will spread. Word always does. So it wasn't my fault. Uh-huh. Look, I, I had to get the tires when I come back. Hey, yeah, why y'all go away from the bus? We had one simple instruction. Oh, uh, well, uh, there were all these uh, wonderful smelling meats out there. And, oh, 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 hang on. I think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a rat out of my throat. Why did you do that? <laughs> well, in case anybody else wanted some. Oh, my God. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah, you learn to store things in places. In uh, my line of work. Well, that's a strange thing to have. But, I mean, now y'all know what you're paying for. Clean getaway on the beast. Yes, well done, driver. Very well done. Yeah, well, you know, name's Bumper, but you can call me Driver if you want. I guess, you know. Well, that's what you are, isn't Yeah, it? And, you know, I was just named Bumper because I was found in a bumper. So, like, names are kind of, like, subjective, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't even have one before a few weeks ago. Well, that's... Sad, in a way, but that's okay, Twitch. Zoja, are you all right? Those two men were harassing you, and we tried to save you heroically. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, um, they were about to be spotted, so I stole a thing on purpose, got caught, and then instead of running like sensible people, they decided instead to... Try and help. <laughs> uh, what? You stole something on purpose? Well, yeah. Well, I always steal things on purpose. Uh, but no, I got caught on purpose. Ah. That's why I said that's for being so clean. I wouldn't usually attach a strap line of some kind to an action that I was supposed to be doing all sneaky-like. Speaking of which, um, now I got my payment with this this little trinket, but um, I, I would I would suggest Miss my my friend Bumper here uh, might deserve a little bit more than a teen tiny gas mask. Just throwing it out there that to show your appreciation, you should show your appreciation. I got this wrap. I mean, I'll take a bite of that. That seems square. Here, you can have half. All right. <laughs> See, they're generous folk, Zoe. Hey, right, for future reference, uh, Zoe is probably about the toughest person I ever met, uh, and she don't need no rescuing from pretty much nobody. More often than not, people need rescuing from her. So just keep that in mind going forward. What she was attempting to do is called a diversion. Next time something like that happens, y'all just go on and get and get somewhere safe and let her just kind of like do her thing, maybe. I don't know. I mean, everything worked out fine, though, so... I guess everything's good. Like this rat. This is real tasty. Right? Apparently, grinds up plants and puts them on it. Doesn't make no sense, but it tastes great. <laughs> Damien, now that everything's settled down and you can think straight again, you notice that when you went to grab Twitch, felt your puzzle box start moving and almost, not quite vibrating, but like it was trying to move. Oh my God. I take it out and I look at it. It's not, it's just normal right now. 
Well, hey, wait, maybe we do need to discuss payment. What's that thing? Yeah, that, um, I was in mortal danger, so. (laughs) This is certainly not for trade in any capacity. Well, then what is it? I'm curious. Well, well, I'm not sure exactly what it is. Then why won't you trade it? Because I believe that this puzzle box holds the key to restoring law and order to what I now realize is a completely lawless world that you people live in. The world don't need saving. It's just fine the way it is. I'm good at it. Right. I mean, you live in this world now, Damien. I think it's about time you start adjusting like your worldview so that like maybe you don't get caught off guard so much. But what's going on with that puzzle box? Why do you think it's going to like change the world or whatnot? I feel like last time people tried to change the world, it ended up like it is now. Yeah, and fire. Death. Dust. But I believe if I unlock this puzzle box, it will do precisely the opposite. It will restore us to the world of light and knowledge that we used to live in. Well, hell, let's solve the puzzle then. I've been trying. I've been trying ever since I acquired it. Well, let me go ahead and take a look on it. I'm pretty mechanically minded. I am no fool myself, sir. This puzzle box is mine to solve. And no one else's. Well, like, I heard this saying once or twice that's like two heads are better than one, especially when they're on one person. But we only got two people, but we got like four heads here. So like I think it kind of like works out well if like we work together as a team and like maybe save the world together or whatnot. I don't know. Just a thought. Also, it's cool looking. Yes, it is. It is quite cool looking as you say it's um it's a black puzzle box with intricate white designs on it it's it's um it's about the size of a large book as it happens sort of a very shiny polished surface and there seems to be no no way to open it or get inside but so you shift it and you can sometimes hear parts moving inside it well the reason i took it out at this point i suppose i may as well share with you since we're speaking of personal matters. The reason I took it out in the first place was because when I touched Twitch, I real I just now realized I, I felt it move inside. So now I believe that some sort of electrical charge is required to open this box. Alright. Wait, touch just touch Twitch with it, maybe. Twitch, I mean I know it's a sense of question and all, uh being a mutant myself, but you can like do something with electricity? Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, uh, I don't know if I can do anything with it, but I know that it is constantly coursing through my body. Oh, man, that's cool. Uh, well, it depends on your definition of cool. Uh, That. (laughs) Oh, well, it hurts really bad. Oh, that's not so cool. All the time. Well, you should Forever. (laughs) You should like. I wake up at night. (laughs) That's right. Screaming. Okay. (laughs) You made your point clear, but it could be useful. For this puzzle box. Poke it. Give it a, give it a poke. Give it a poke. Well, hey, I, I, I've touched electrical things before and uh, bl- blown them up. So I, I don't want to destroy it or anything. Give it a touch with your pinky. Well, now, hold on. I think, I think caution is appropriate. What if we do this? What if we do reconstruct the circumstances? So I touch the puzzle box and then I touch him. 
It might hurt quite a bit, but I'm willing to take that risk. Scientific method. All right, you are smart. Let's do it. That's what I've been telling you this whole time. You see, you have something to learn about me as well, driver. And now I touch Twitch as I touch the box and see what happens. You feel some of the gears and some of the bits of machinery inside of it. They want to try to turn, but it's just not quite enough. It doesn't seem to be quite enough. We need to find a larger source of electricity. That feels nice. <laughs> I like it when it's not all inside me. <laughs> Perhaps we can use the battery of your bus? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's go ahead and pull around this, this hill over here in case anybody tries to like come down the road. I don't want them seeing nothing while we, I don't know, give this mystery box a jump start or whatnot. So I do that. All right, you find a nice secluded spot. I ain't got no jumper cables or whatnot, but like I think you know, we just touch metal to the battery and the and then the metal to the box should work about right. I conduct electricity. Perfect. Yeah, you touch the battery, you touch the puzzle box, we get you more juice. Hang on a minute. I think we should do exactly the same thing as we did before, but simply add the battery to the equation. So what I'm proposing is I touch the puzzle box. I touch Twitch. Twitch touches the car battery. We thinking the same thing here, Damien. Let's do it. Exactly. Brilliant. I, I climb on top of the beast and let the boys play with their box. Keep a lookout, though. Yes. I touch the box and I touch Twitch. And I say, Twitch, touch the engine. Mm, that feels good. Oh, that feels terrible. Oh, that feels so terrible. <laughs> the box starts glowing a little bit. It's glowing. Oh, it's working. Keep going. Damien, your vision's starting to go black. Just hold on one more minute. Okay. <laughs> Damien, you pass out. Uh, the connection's broken. The box shuts off. Hey, while he's sleeping, <laughs> how about you just touch the box? I think, if anything, he was like a dampener. I don't know what that means, but okay. He never lets me touch the box while he's awake. <laughs> From, from my uh, unconscious state, I mumble, no, don't touch the box. <laughs> just touch give it a pout. Give it a pout. I pick up the box and I, uh, I put my finger, I run my fingers along it. It begins to glow and you start feeling stuff moving around in there. And I touch the car. Okay, there I, it goes. I take a couple steps back. <laughs> uh, I touch my other hand to the, to the battery. You hear everything stop. It sounds like stuff in the box locks in and a map projects from the top of the box. Shit! Shit! And I kick Damien. Wake up! Wake up! Don't touch the box. <laughs> I twist his nipple. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Do that again. What? <laughs> what? What happened? Look! Look! It's like a ghost. Oh, my God. It's it's open. This, this, what could it mean? What are we looking at? Bumper, you recognize this as... Actually, a map of the local area. Oh, this is a map of Arizona. That's where we are. Part of the world we are. It's not a ghost. No, it's, I mean, it's weird that... Oh, oh, it isn't one of them, like, projection things. It's just, like, a lot of light that, like, makes an image. Uh, like, you ever seen a camera? Don't worry about it. No, this anyway. is all very painful. <laughs> well, you keep going through that. And I'll get you another rat sometime. All right, I take I take a closer look at this map. As do I. All right, Zodra and Bumper, you both recognize the the landscape that it depicts. Damien, 
uh, Twitch, you guys are looking at it, even though your vision's a little blurry right now, Damien. You actually see symbols you recognize from the Enclave, and they're pinpointed around the area. Is is this a um, three-dimensional projection, or is it more of a top-down situation? It's a textured top-down situation. Ah, this is a topographical map. What's up with all these symbols, though? So, like, this is where we are right here, right? And this is where this is where Witherberry is. That mm. stupid place. Boo. Never going back there again. Yeah, that's right, Twitch. <laughs> yes, boo. But but I don't know what all this is. This ain't like words or numbers. They just be symbols. Is is the place where we are? Is the perhaps a, a glowing red dot? Where we are, some sort of indication? Actually, yeah. You guys are able to figure out approximately your current location, and that red dot's right on it. Look at this. This is incredible. It's showing exactly where we are. Whoa, how does this box know that? I don't know. Oh, man. But we shall have to find out. It's probably the ghosts. (laughs) Listen, Twitch. Ghosts aren't real anymore. They all were destroyed in the Great Fire. Look, I I mean, I've seen some stuff, so, like, I'm not sure that's 100% true, but it's very likely that that's true. But maybe this has something to do with, like, these things that are in the sky. They're called, like, satellites and whatnot. Yeah, they're like, they're like little lights that float around the sky. And, like, you can set. They used to be able to send stuff, like, around the planet by, like, talking to the satellites. Go ahead and uh, roll understanding. And let's go with lore. That's three hits. Now, you've not had much personal experience with satellites bumper, but you've read enough and understand the technology enough to know that this puzzle box is actually has what's known as GPS in it. Oh yeah, it's the gyps! This box got the gyps! <laughs> oh, well, I, I knew someone who had the gyps once, and uh, should I be touching it? Oh no, yeah, it's not like contagious or nothing. It just makes us so the box can talk to the satellites in the sky. You see, this is truly an important artifact. Who knows what more secrets it could contain. Speaking of which, do I recognize the meaning of these symbols? You see the symbol from your enclave in the lower southwest portion of it, and it's where your old enclave used to be, right by the Trog Lake. That's rather near where we are. Yes. Yes, and any of these other symbols? There's one little further out northeast, but a lot of them are very far away. I see, I see. I have a hypothesis, or rather an hypothesis, that these symbols indicate other remnants besides ours. Now, I had never considered that there were others besides ours, but you see we have our symbol marked here exactly or approximately where our remnant was. And then there are these other symbols of similar size and shape. They must be where other remnants are. I have... Do you, do you, poke, do you poke the map whenever you're showing? Yes, yes, I sort of am touching it. All right. When you poke it... It brings up information, and it has the name of your enclave. It has the name of the person in charge there. Cripes. It knows about the professor who is in charge. Oh, man. I poke one of the other ones. It comes up supply depot. You poke oh. another one. It comes up farm. Oh, man. I, I, poke, I poke us. I poke where we are. Current location. Oh. And it gives the coordinates of that oh, location. Holy crap. I, I note down all of these different location numbers, which seem to me to be just gibberish. Oh, I note them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, 
it's not really that useful anymore, but it used to be how people found people and stuff and found places. It's just like the whole, where we are in the whole world reduced down to numbers. Kind of inelegant, if you ask me. Well, I like the sound of Supply Depot. Wait, um, sorry, what now? Yeah, so come down here, take a look at this. Yes, come, come and see. All right, I jump down. How you doing there, Twitch? At the expense of my comfort, we can find anything we need to look for. Yeah, I heard Supply Depot. That means, like, weapons, right? Yeah, this one right here. Check it when I poke it. It says Supply Depot. That is terrifying. Boop. What are you doing? Boop. Stop. <laughs> He's touching ghosts. I know. It's he p- weird. He I touches don't like one it. and a musical number starts. Ah! Oh! 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 This is oh! great! Yes, brilliant! What? <laughs> this is terrible! Hold on, let me find the pause button. <laughs> now it sounds like it's playing faster. Oh, oh no. Oh, try this one. Try this one. It stops. Well done, Damien. Well done. Thank you, Driver. <laughs> okay, his name is Bumper, not Driver. I know it's confusing because he drives. Yeah. Are there roads indicated on this map? Yes. The one, for example, the one we're on, or, or yes. Hmm. It seems. It strangely enough, this isn't an old world invention. This is updated with the current positions of everything. This is not from the old world. This is. This is what the world looks like currently. Someone made this. Someone knows how to make this. Now. What the what? Someone can communicate with the satellites. Can you imagine what we could do if we could capture that technology? We could broadcast, perhaps, to the whole world our message of peace and education and knowledge. Yeah! Education and knowledge is like my thing! It's like my favorite thing! That is the one thing I like about you! (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. So, he also bumps things. (laughs) So why can't you call him Bumper? He bumped that gate right on the way out. If this is this really such a big a big issue? I could I could call you nerd. Oh, <laughs> the point taken. <laughs> I am very sorry, <laughs> bumper. It's okay. I accept your apology, your humble apology, Damien. Uh, and and I'd like to thank Twitch and Zoe for standing up for my honor like that. That brought a tear to my eye. All right, let's get going for, for these weapons. Yeah, wait, hold on. Is there, like, a way I can poke my way around this thing and try to figure out, like, I don't know if there's any more information on who made it or, or like, what its purpose is? I mean, obviously, it's like a map, but, like, why are they making a map? Go ahead and roll Understanding in Tech. I will do that. As as he's inspecting, I'd also, I'd like to inspect sort of simultaneously for now, it, it was glowing, if there are any sort of images that have appeared on the surface or if there are any any sort of intelligible signs beyond what is in the map itself. Other than just the box and the projected map, there doesn't appear to be anything on the surface that's unique or unusual, other than projecting lens that it's all coming out of uh, in the middle of the book. All right, so I got two successes, but I'm going to go ahead and spend a fortune, make it a nice three successes. I want to know the ins and outs of this beauty. Weirdly enough, this odd bumper fellow that you've been traveling with the past couple of weeks, gave no indication of being this brilliant with especially unfamiliar technology. He finds out how to go into the files, and he manages to go through these and find where this was made and where this information came from. And you find out about 
a secret project that Damien and Twitch, your enclave was involved in, in trying to track down other enclaves and to see what other supplies and trading routes they could establish with them and to expand their knowledge and technology. However, uh, you see other notes in there signed by the professor, uh, and he goes into a journal stating about how he knows best. And instead of working with the other enclaves, they need to join under the professor because the professor can restore order to all these wastelands and all these lawless lands. But if everybody just listens to him. Really? That's what it says, Damien? Well, we got to get this back to the professor. Is that where you <laughs> took it from? Yes, I did take it. I did find it in his lab, and he does seem... I mean, he's the professor. We must find him. Wait, hold on one second here, guys. All right, let me go a little bit into the history of the world here for one moment. All right, there's a thing called democracy, and there's a thing called dictatorship. All right, so like a democracy or like a republic or something like that, it's like all nice, everyone gets a say, everyone gets to like work together towards a common goal and like everyone's represented equally. Muties aren't wrapped up in chains and made to do stuff that they don't want to do like carry kayaks. Where? Well, no, so that's what like the idea. It's like a concept. Oh, right? a ghost. Sure. It's <laughs> like a mind ghost, right? And, and and so that's that's like one way that people liked to run the world before, right? And some of towns around the world do that. They elect like a mayor and like and like everyone gets to like voice their opinions and then that way everyone gets a fair shake. That's a democracy. Now this professor fella, I don't know what your relationship to him is, but I'd say he's a little bit more interested in what's called a dictatorship where one person makes all the rules regardless of what anyone else wants. And for the most part, what I've been able to find out is dictatorships are bad. They don't work out because then, like, there's no accountability on the person who's in charge. Huh. So, like, this whole, like, project idea thing, this is all cool, right? You want to make, like, everyone, like, working together and trading and stuff. But it seems like this professor guy wants to just kind of push it over the line and do 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 the dictatorship and, ma- and make everyone do what he wants regardless of what they want and, like, not respect free will and all that. And that don't seem too good to me. I don't know. The professor was always kind to me. He always uh, apologized for how much torture I had to go through to power the enclave. Wait, what? Yes, exactly. (coughs) And the professor has kept our enclave in much better condition than the whole rest of, as far as I've seen, the whole rest of the world. It seems as though if he is is a dictator, then he's a benevolent one. (coughs) And... Furthermore, from, uh, from what I've read about the history of the world, it was the democracies who destroyed it. I mean, do you see any democracies around now? As you said, it was just an idea in the mind. Well, sometimes there's some towns that had democracies, and they work pretty well. Oh, like the one we just came from. I don't know. Actually, what is the, the social structure of Witherbury? <laughs> a lot of the larger barter towns actually have elected officials that fill specific roles. Most of the dictatorships you see are usually just raider bands. All right. Uh, yeah. So Wither, Witherberry is, in fact, a democracy. Well, that just You're, proves my point. Or does it? it? Yes. Let, me, let me turn that point back around at you right now. All right. All right. The people that cause the problem ain't from Witherberry. They from your remnant, buddy. Think about that for a second. Those people, they were going to come and hurt you. They were causing all that trouble. 
They oh, come from yeah. a dictatorship. Now hold on one more minute and let me turn the point around yet a third time. All right then. Because though all those people from the town were chasing after us, they clearly can't think for themselves, even if you think they can. Now they don't know what's best for them. That's why they elect people to think for them. But well, they that get to... clearly doesn't make any difference because they still just do whatever they want. Ah, but they get to choose who thinks for them. Zodra. Yes. Did you make a perception check for me, please? <laughs> hey, I got a I got a tiebreaker here. In a dictatorship, do I have to carry the kayak of freedom? Yes. You have to if someone wanted you to, regardless of what you thought and failed. In a but democracy, you... do I have to carry the kayak of freedom? You get a choice. Well, no, not if most of the people say you should. Then you have to. But there's more choice. There's much less choice than dictatorship. There's still a 50% chance. (laughs) Four. Zodra, you see headlights out in the distance Mm -hmm. because it's starting to get pretty dark, but it's still light enough you see uh, a dust cloud heading your way Mm -hmm. while they're arguing about politics. Yeah, it's it's very boring. I like the politics of smashing, Um, but that's fine. Uh, Yeah, gentlemen, gentlemen. Oh, you got something to add, Zoe? Yes, please do contribute on my side. <laughs> we let got... me know when I can stop touching this car battery. <laughs> right now. Um, oh, be- good. Be- because we got we got company coming up on the horizon bumper. Oh, hell. We're going to have to hit pause on this debate and Forever. continue it. <laughs> <laughs> At a later time when we're more safe. Uh, also, when he stops touching the car battery, does the hologram turn off? Yes. Oh, that's sad. All right. Well, let's let's pack it up here, boys. I pack it up. The the puzzle box. I pack up the puzzle box. All right. So we're already kind of in the hills. I'm going to keep the lights off <clears throat> for the base, and I'm going to go ahead and take off my goggles and uh, and use my night vision to keep an eye on this approaching uh, convoy or individual vehicle, whichever it may be. And then I'm going to kind of like pull us a little more into a stealthy spot. I'm okay. getting in these hills, getting behind some rocks. Let these folk hopefully drive on by. As per usual, I'm going to find a hiding place close to, but not in the bus. Of course, of course. What are you guys doing to prepare? He's he's blacked out the bus. She's hiding in a different spot. I'm going to get down. I'm going to lay down, belly down on the top of the bus, and I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, lengthen my chain. Gonna loosen it up here. I um I get inside the bus and pull one of the windows down and take out my hand crossbow and lay it on the seat next to me and wait, very afraid of what might happen. They're they're still a little little ways off, but uh, about fifteen minutes later, you hear them coming up on the trail that you guys drove by, and you just see two vans. It looks like uh. They're just carrying goods. Just drive on by. You see the headlights fade in the distance as these two trader vans just go about their business. Well, that settles that. <laughs> I'm definitely going with the system where I don't necessarily <laughs> have to carry the kayak. <laughs> All right. That's two against one. Well, we'll hold. Suspend your judgment. This is how a democracy works. We get to vote. <laughs> Are, are you still talking about all that? Yeah. Okay, I vote for dictatorship where I'm the dictator. I... So while you all are... This, these caravan, this caravan has passed, and while you all are out loudly bickering about which political system 
you prefer, you hear growling behind you. A very low, sounds like a big critter. Hey, could you be quiet? We're trying to have a discussion. Well, who are you talking to? Oh, hell, so, 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 so. Um, do I know what kind of growl this is? It's a big old cat monster. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell it to get. <laughs> All right. And uh, and tell these knuckleheads, as I have heard Bumper call them, to get in in the in the beast. I get in the beast. All right, just let her do her thing. It's going to work out all right. Just shush. All right, get hope, hope. So you see lights come behind you, and the cat monster scurries away. I think she did it. Hey, wait a second. All right. And there's two white trucks sitting on the hill above you, and that's where we'll end this session. Oh, no. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.